You're listening to the GD Podcast, the official podcast of Gaming Dads. Legends in game, heroes at home. What's up everybody, it's Mike, Matt, Clay, and David for the GD Podcast, and on today's episode, we're sitting down to play a one-shot D&D session hosted by Clay to introduce Matt and David to the world of tabletop role-playing games. right for a change yeah right i know right okay we love um, you. feels weird y'all ready to go live mm-hmm. do let's it go. let's hit it and quit it and i'm starting <laughs> the timer can we hit it and quit nope i mean i have three kids so <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> i'm the oldest of eight i know who's written <laughs> hey you're uh. the one about your mom getting busy not us okay <laughs> And we're live. (laughs) As we should be. As we should be. With a, you know, parents getting busy joke. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with parents getting busy. No. We wouldn't be gaming dads if that was the thing. That's true. You know, if something was wrong, that that would be an issue for sure. So. So what's up, everybody? Hello, Mm. gaming dads. Hi. And, you know, anyone else who who is watching. Yes. Um. We're, we've decided to do a live stream. It's going to be a couple hours long. We're going to live stream our first ever um, D&D session with Matt and David. As you may have heard on episode three of the GD podcast, Dads and Dragons, um, where we <laughs> talked about uh, D&D. Clay and I have um, played D&D quite a bit in our lives. Um, if you listen to the, the super secret Easter egg filled announcement live stream episode zero you will know that matt also played once with a character named clucky um (laughs) but i won't spoil anymore you're gonna have to go back and listen to episode zero you are um, you are tonight uh the fabulous dungeon master clay is gonna take us through uh an introductory session as level one characters yeah yeah it's gonna be quite exciting so it is in a homebrew world of my own so uh i've been working on it for a few years now um at least the world and and how it is so um yeah it's gonna be really really exciting especially to be able to pop these newbies cherries um so if you don't know, a homebrew world is basically a, a D&D has a structure where you can take all that they have a very thought out, very detailed Forgotten Realms world and many worlds. Uh, and you can take that information and you can change it however you want. You can put put it in a completely different fantasy scape. You can put it in space. You can do you know whatever you want. So a homebrew world, this is something Clay's been working on on his own for his own um, campaigns. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm excited um, to hear all about it. Are the seas of Raqqa in this place? Uh, technically, yes. You will be visiting a place uh, that butts up next to the seas of Raqqa, uh, yeah. which for everyone that doesn't know, um, I mean, Cobbs and Scribs represent. Um, <laughs> and uh, no, seas of Raqqa is actually my other podcasts. Let's play the new normal RPG. Let's play, and I'm DMing part of this same world, a pirate campaign in the uh, the big ocean area, which is the seas of Raqqa. Um, so I have a group in there. We're about session 10 almost or eight in almost now, I think. Um, so that's been pretty cool. So I get to 
come back to the land, be a land lover for today and, uh, and get to see what we can't find out. So y'all ready? Yes, I am ready. Awesome. Before we start, for everyone who's watching, anyone listening, uh, we're doing this live obviously at the moment, but this is being recorded. This will go out as one of the episodes as well. This is going to be a two part episode. So make sure you stick around because there's going to be lots to do. Uh, I am a complete noob. I have never played a TTRPG in my life. Uh, I understand the basic concepts a little bit only because of the RPGs I've played uh, in games. So I'm looking forward to this as well. Yeah. And a little disclaimer, this, if your kids are listening, this is not going to be family friendly, I imagine. We're not censoring our phrasing. That's all. right. We're dads, not saints. Yeah. <laughs> Here for the dads. All right. Let's go. All right. I Let's... kill the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Sorry. So... I just I wanted to be that guy, so no one else had to be that guy. <laughs> you find yourselves uh, G- as young adventurers, uh, no matter what your age. Um, you have finally I gone through the, the ranks, dragon. and you are now able to. <laughs> adventure out on your own and so um you are just coming out of the guild uh the adventures guild in algo uh which most of you know is a mostly human providence there's not much way of other races for the most part mostly humanoid not a lot of monstrous races like orcs or goblins or things like that uh not necessarily due to racism or things of that nature but mostly due to just the lay of the land it's mountains and it's valleys pretty much and that's about it um so you find yourselves getting your first mission or your first request you were requested to go seeing king aramoth inside of Algothia, uh, which is the main city, House of uh, Aramoth, is seeking for you to come and visit the king. He has a quest for you uh, that he would like you to take up. Um, the, the phrasing is kind of iffy on the pay, but um, it is very plain and simple. I, you know, by the quest of the king, Aramoth, please, you know, make haste and come to the castle type of thing. Okay. <laughs> and did we, just a quick question, uh, should should we assume that the three of us kind of know each other? Um, or can this, were we all summoned separately? Um, mm-hmm. So it was, yeah, you can, you can assume that you're, you've been paired together. You've known of each other inside the guild for a little bit. Um, but you've been paired together for this first is your first real quest and everything. So um, this is going to be all first mission together. Um, you've probably known each other maybe a couple months, you know, through the guild, the Adventurers Guild, and your training and whatnot. All right, excellent. Okay, so y'all make case and y'all travel about a few days to uh, Algothia. Um, which is the, known as the City of the King. And it is your quintessential medieval city. There's a castle. There's about three tiers um, to it as you enter the big, very large gates, the big red gates. Um, and 
you kind of go up the winding roads of the city as you make your tears up through the different wards. Um, you hear children playing. Uh, you can smell fresh bread in the air and you can, can hear music just kind of through all out the city, people haggling and things going about. And it's a very cheerful place. Um, as you come to the upper ward, um, known as King's Row, you can see there's kind of a festival going on in honor of a, a local hero um, who's made a great return with gold and riches for the kingdom. Um, so there's a big bustle and tussle kind of going on, and um, you see a standard European-style castle, um, not but probably 300 feet away. Um, what are y'all doing? Well, I can tell you myself, Valor is listening to the music at the festival. Valor is a very portly man, and uh, he has a fantastic long mullet of hair. Very, very short and kind of uh, disheveled on top, but a, a long and glorious mullet down the back. And um, he kind of shifts himself in his seat and he says, this music is pathetic. I could have done much better myself, but obviously I was busy. More important things to tend to. Am I right? You know. <laughs> <laughs> was not expecting that um, <laughs> at all. Um, thank you. Uh, you know, Lo, I'm actually quite happy that we finally get to work together. I've been obviously admiring your work when you do the, the knives and whatnot, and just very excited to be here. Certainly, definitely a song about you and your future. You know what I mean? Thank you. Uh, I don't know about the songs. I'd rather just, I'd rather just keep, it, keep it on the down low. You know, I, I'm, I'm curious. Sure, yes, whatever you want. Really, let's keep, yeah. Let's just keep let's just keep my name out of people's mouths for a little I, bit. I'm sorry. I didn't. I absolutely did not mean to assume that you wanted me to use your name. And if you don't want to use it, I can obviously use like a pseudonym or something like that. If you want, please don't hurt me. <laughs> and you, then you really wouldn't. You really wouldn't want one of my my exploits in in your songs. Believe me, they'll be they'll be very depressing. Okay. All right. Understood. Understood. I'm maybe going to take a little bit of poetic license and give it a bit of a twist, but I suppose it's. It's fine. It's fine. I'm Conan, and I wish Valor for you to shut up for a moment. Of course. Yes, Master Wizard. I wish to approach a guard nearby and find out the fastest way to the king. Okay. Uh, you approach a human guard, and he looks down and goes, uh, Yes, may I help you? This man seeks a way to the king. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I do that sometimes <laughs> when I get nervous. They're very powerful. Very powerful. And I'm just happy to be here. <clears throat> Go on, Kanan. Tell him if you want. I'm sorry. Is this too much? You, you, no, it is just <laughs> okay. right. Thank awesome. you so much. Awesome. Uh, you, uh, you see kind of the guard give this befuddled look as this bearded gnome is standing there at your ankles and then you kind of come up in all fervor like ah you know ready to go and it's just kind oh, of like right. I, I forgot matt was a gnome i forgot yeah. yeah yeah so yeah uh <laughs> who are you seeking i'm seeking the king for a quest that has been bestowed upon us uh do you have papers 
Possibly. Possibly. Um, I step forward. I tell this gentleman, sir, everything is fine. We have all the papers we need. The king is expecting us. Please excuse my friends, but you do need to let us through right now, or his majesty will be quite angry. I'm yes. sure you'll understand. Please excuse me. <laughs> I, I do need to see papers before you can enter the, the main era. Do you have a letter, a note, or something of uh, value? You know, I had something here, but um, I don't seem to... I took it from you because I don't trust you, quite frankly. Here are the papers. <laughs> that, that makes sense. You know, short in stature, but tall in power and wisdom, this one is. Shut up, fellow. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so do you have... You, you show him the papers you took? I do. Cannon? Okay, so he looks over the papers... Uh, looks at the descriptions given, looks at all of you. I think there's some misspellings oh. or wrong descriptions, but it will do. Um, and he goes right this way, calls over a younger uh, soldier. You can tell kind of pretty much bottom of the barrel, you know, just a new recruit and is told to escort you uh, to the throne room. Um, at haste and so this little boy just kind of right this way right this way and kind of just get y'all and lead y'all into the castle you see uh tapestries and murals as you enter the big front doors of the castle um lavish furniture um you see uh, clicks of people standing around and mingling and talking and then you're in then you are led into a very large room um, and it is pretty much marble floors, ceilings, and walls with these kind of Roman-esque statues lined everywhere. And uh, you see a bunch of other people kind of waiting in their own little cliques standing around. Um, and the little boy tells you, uh, the squire will call your name when the, uh, the king is ready for you. Um, have a wonderful day. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. You as well. And he, uh, Velour is like searching around for a, a little, a, a little uh, copper piece, and he he hands it to the boy like a tip. Uh, you see him take it, and he immediately like cheers up a lot, and is like, "Yes, I can eat this week," and runs off. Oh, um, God, I didn't know it was that bad here. <laughs> <laughs> Might have given him a silver. <laughs> um. And kind of runs off. Uh, Y'all mosey about and see, again, all the different groups kind of mingling. You see one go in and then one come out just a few moments later. Some look disappointed. Some look encouraged. Others are overjoyed. Um, And as you are finally called in by the squire, uh, you hear your names be introduced uh, from the Adventurers Guild. Um, Valor, uh, Mafti, and Kenan at your service, sire. And then the squire stands up and looks at you all. Um, Please pay homage or respects to King Aramoth, son of Aeroth, son of Val, son of Matus, High King of Algo, in the king's city of Algothia. It's such an honor. And um, 
Valor does the deepest bow that he can, but <laughs> the lower he gets, the more he starts wheezing because he can't breathe. <laughs> uh, it's like over 30 and putting on your shoes. Um... <laughs> I bow just a little bit. Seen a lot of leaders. Seen them fall. Not impressed. <laughs> um, you see a man on the throne about 30, 34 years old, roughly. Um, still has a baby face. You can tell it's well-groomed and manicured and put together. Um, a golden throne sits. He sits on with white and red embroidered cushions. Um, yes. Giant white robes kind of overlap this very shiny uh, silver armor. Um, stands up, walks down to you. And goes, yes, you must be from the Avengers Guild. Yes, uh, Valor, the bard, at your service, sir. And may I also introduce Master Wizard Kanan and Businessman Low. Uh, well, we have a need. There seems to be an issue in a town to the west here. Uh, and the town of Seaview has been having some disappearances and needs assistance with finding out what is ailing them. Interesting. Thank you, my grace. Might I add, your armor is most impressive. And might I also add, thank you for bestowing this quest upon us. Ah, yes. Yes, it is very very kind of me to reach out to the lower guilds but we had need yes truly an honor really just so excited to finally get out there on the road <laughs> doing good for the kingdom having adventures um is it um is it like brigands or do you know why they went missing all we know is it is a fishing community that balks up to a canal that leads into the Sea of Raqqa. And over the course of a few months, teams we have sent out have gone missing, never to be heard from again. Okay, actually, that sounds really dangerous, and I'm not entirely <laughs> sure that I'm the right bard for the job. The Lord, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> yes, shut Master up. Wizard. My Lord, my Lord, I apologize. Might I, might I ask a frank blunt question if we discover that these disappearances are due to foul play how would you like us to proceed are you expecting anything brought back or anyone brought back alive or does it matter uh, your judgment is by far the best judgment so if you feel things need to be dispatched then you have all power and authority vested unto me to do so Indeed. Loha, I imagine you are most pleased with this response. Nah, what are we getting out of this? <laughs> Ooh. Fame and renown for your guild and lower class. Fantastic. Money and women sounds better, I've got to be honest. Ah, yes. That also sounds good. Rising above your position always tends to bring more money and more women. He's got a point. <laughs> he, mumbles to him, he mumbles to himself, I'll rise above your mother. 
if let us make haste. May I ask if we um were to happen, Your Majesty, Your Royalness, to perhaps um come across uh treasures or mm, perhaps some form of gems or jewels mm. or things in our quest? Is that at least something that we may keep for ourselves, or is this like a the crown gets, you know, thirty percent? No, speaking <laughs> my language. Um, all treasures and spoils of the hall are yours. Fantastic, and thank you so much. I didn't mean to pry, but I'm kind of glad that I did because now, <laughs> if we do find anything, we can. Yeah, he looks at the gnome. He's like, he's, he's shutting up. Yes, enough. <laughs> we go now, <laughs> and we're off. And another big deep bow from Valor. Uh, you are escorted out, um, and you are led to a carriage. For it is a rough two days ride. Uh, to Sea View, uh, which is on the, the far northern kind of northern coast of Algo. Um, and um, it's a really well put together carriage. It has enough room for you to lay down, sleep on your journey and go about your way. Uh, two armed guards on the back. Um, and okay. it's it's fairly lavish. You haven't sitting in a cushion quite this nice probably ever. Um, and this is what's referred to as their crap wagon. <laughs> For the lower is, class. Is this because it's a crap wagon or is it used for crapping in? No, it's just like... <laughs> It's like it's the for everyone else in the realm, it's the best of the best, but okay. for them, it's not anywhere near the best of the best. Did you say um, we're we're in solo right now, heading to Sea View? Uh, no. So you're no. in Algothia, which or uh, is on the map I gave everyone is going to be House Aramoth. Oh, okay, um, great. So oh, you're okay. up in the mountains, kind of, uh, or there's mountains kind of flanking all around. Um, and then you're going to be heading down and out up to Seaview. Are we arriving in daytime okay. or nighttime? Or? Um, you can probably judge that you will probably be arriving mid-evening. So 6, 7 mm. o'clock in the evening. Um, because pretty much the carriage is not stopping. It's going straight through. Um, if there's any inconveniences on the road, it will, you know, take care of them rather quickly. Um and so you are off. Let's see. Okay. Um, you are pretty much just an, a, a handful, a couple days of the best rations and wine you can drink on the carriage. And they're uh, roll you up to this shanty kind of seaport town um, that smells like, you know, rotten cod and oh God. lavender. It's an odd mix. It's both this beautiful and disgusting. horrifying. Um, and they, the, the squire that has accompanied you there uh, opens the door, lets everyone get out, and goes, all right, don't die, and shuts the door, and they take off. Oh. 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 Pretty much in a hurry. And uh, everyone roll me a perception check. It's a, so that's quite a pungent odor out here. Quite honestly. So for uh, David and Matt, that's going to be, you're going to roll a D20 or the D20 die, and you're going to look at your skills, and you're going to roll and check out perception. It'll say perception plus 
a number and you're going to add that first number mm. to your dice roll. Okay. It's, an, it's an 11 for me. Okay. I'm overwhelmed oh. by the smell. <laughs> oh man. Okay. It's, it's like fish, but lavender, much like a bar maiden, <laughs> you know, trying to cover up the, you get it. Yeah. Yeah. I rolled a 14 plus okay. two. Um, I think I can smell burned flesh. It, 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 it's almost, that would be a better smell than what you're smelling right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> One no my roll? Yeah, yeah. What'd you get for perception? Uh-huh, I got a 19. Okay. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, pretty much all of you, but especially David's uh, character, um, you notice the townsfolk are kind of all just slow moving, hunched over, and non-observant of you the moment y'all land right outside of town. Um, it's an ungated city or an unfenced um, city. There's really nothing around it. It's just kind of land and then town um and so they're just kind of non noticing of you and you know the carriage made a big to do dropped off and then sped off like it was loud and boisterous and you know um they of course can hear valor's type of motions you know and uh yeah so they they're just kind of very unimpressed but something seems <laughs> Something's fishy. Um, we're we're right at the that sort of entrance to the town limits. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Good people, behold, your your bard is here. Um, perhaps could someone direct me to the town office, or perhaps a an inn. Where uh, many travelers do rest and drink. But clearly, they've never heard of me. Roll me a performance on that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm actually good at that one. <laughs> Thank goodness. Oh, that's a 22. 17 plus 5. Um, you see some people actually look up and come over your way as you're like good people um, and you see this crotchety old lady looks kind of like stereotypically any old Russian woman um, <laughs> would just kind of hunched over crunched face and just kind of yes uh, uh, um, don't worry dude I got my own going to shank an old lady <laughs> Um, Greetings, uh, wench. Uh, we seek information on the problems your town is experiencing. Might I offer you an apple? <laughs> which I stole from the wagon we arrived here on. Looks it, you, down at you, gives you kind of a smug look, and then look back at the bard and goes, If you're looking for the town office, it will be in the center of the town. Past the statue of a dwarf. Ah, excellent. A dwarf. Um, hero, uh, I assume, of the town? Nah, just a reminder. 
If they look like them, we kill them. Uh, oh. Okay. Very good. Uh, well, thank you very much, kind maiden, uh, for <laughs> your assistance. Everyone roll me an insight on the old lady. Oh, okay. uh, same as perception. Uh, David and Matt. Uh, just you can put insight yes. that too. Uh, 17. Okay. 14, 14 plus 3. Nice. On which skill is this? Insight. Insight. Insight is used for yes. like seeing kind of like what they're kind of getting at, the emotional uh, spectrum, and kind of to get deeper of so what the person 12 plus 2, 14. Okay. <clears throat> I actually have insight minus one, so let's see. Ooh. Well, we say none. Don't fail me, Loha. <laughs> oh, man, I've got a four. <laughs> okay, so um, Valor and Kanan think the old lady is just kind of a racist bigot, kind of, from the old days. Kind of like she's a remnant of a very old society, even more so than what is now. Um, so her comments about the dwarf aren't exactly true. It's just kind of like her own personal, like back in the day motto type of thing. I happen to like dwarves. Um, Loa, Loa thinks the old lady's being facetious and might be hiding a uh, contraband, and and, and seems shifty. Hmm. And rather racist. You're fairly certain <laughs> the, the old lady is incredibly a bigot. These are my kind of people. Would this affect her decision to help us? Um, not necessarily. Um, you, um, you know that she is just. She's being courteous, but she also only talked to the human. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she kind of ignored you when you spoke up. In that case, we're here for a specific purpose for the sake of the king. It's not worth my time dealing with this woman any further. I've, I've, I suggest we go via her directions. Fair. Um, so as you make your way into the city, you can tell the city used to be a beautiful marvel on the coast of Algo. Um, you see old very nice brilliant stonework um stonework that really only can be done by doors um it's almost that some of the stones that you can tell don't even have seams they're just perfectly cut and placed together um that's fantastic work the stones around here i don't quite know you'd, you'd think the dwarves would kind of be welcome here for <laughs> The irony is not lost on me, Veloy. <laughs> and uh, you see just the most miraculous little town um, that has kind of succumbed to the salt and climate of the sea of being so close. Um, it is overcast. It is gloomy. Even though it is night, you can still can't really see the stars or anything else. Um mm. But it certainly you, doesn't smell any better the closer we get to the ocean. Uh, it smells a little bit better. It smells more salty. <laughs> okay. Um, more so ocean get, is good. It doesn't more smell ocean. any better the closer it, I get to you. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you're kind of, just from even 10 minutes, you're going nose blind. Um, it, already, because it's that putrid of a smell. Uh, <laughs> Got it. And uh, 
you do see that there is lights on and people going in and out of a fairly large building as you start walking in through town. Okay. Guys, I'm telling you, there's something really strange here. It doesn't make sense. And there's something Don't wish about to enter the, the building moment. straight away. Yeah, I want to, I don't know, I, there's something weird. Are there, there any beggars in the area who might be up for some more accurate information um, in exchange for a bribe? Roll me your perception. Mm. Okay. Good thought, man. Mm. 14 plus 15. Okay. Uh, you don't see any beggars, but you do see like pretty much a drunk just kind of like stumbling Perfect. outside of the inn and is kind of bouncing around um, just kind of every which way. I suggest Loha approach this man. Yeah, I've got this, guys. I've got this. Let me go and talk to him. All right, so I approach the All right. I approach the guy. So as you approach, uh, you hear, can I do it? Do it. This man, uh, this is, I came here because I heard it was, there was some good stuff going down there. Yeah. Uh, uh, what have, what have you heard, man? What's what's going down? What's what's around? What's, what's good for a, a man like me? Penny's a whore. Penny, <sighs> and her sister Heather. Oh God. Oh man, tell tell me where can I find him? Where can I find him? Oh, I want to. He he just raises like a, a half spilling out tankard and goes and. There. And just wretches all over your shoes. I consider killing him on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> he sits up on your shoulder and goes, You're a good friend, Alti. You're a good friend. And just walks away. Take note of that name. Definitely. So I'll go back. Guy's got nothing. Something about Penny and her sister. A couple of whores. Oh. Let's keep an ear out for them. Okay. Sure. I certainly don't think we need to visit prostitutes yet. We've only been on the road a few days. Man, listen, I'm telling you, the whorehouses, that's where those girls, they get all of the secrets. If you want to know, you want to know where to find something, it's with them. You're... And by the way, does anyone have a cloth? Uh, <laughs> oh, certainly. Yes. In fact, um, you, you know, just take, take my sash. And he takes <laughs> takes his sash off from around his waist and hands it to him, but he's got another one in his pack which he pulls out, and it's like a totally different bright color. Like instead of bright purple, it's bright orange. And he ties that around himself. I take that sash. I cut it up into pieces. A couple of bandages for later, maybe. Oh, <laughs> one piece to wipe off my shoe. Very well, very well. Um, so y'all enter the tavern. Uh yes yeah we still need to find out what's been going on right so yeah um we don't quite know where the uh the whorehouse is he just kind of pointed a direction right yeah he well he pointed into the building he came out of which you can see a lot of different men and women going in and out of this okay uh so you could likely assume it is uh, the the one of the local inns here in town we've spoken enough to random people I suggest we approach the barkeep immediately. Sure, 
Sure. Um, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I may have some success uh, conversing with him if he's a reasonable gentleman. Um, certainly. I'll find a quiet corner. Oh, sorry, Gwen. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was say, I'll find a quiet corner and I'll scour the room, see, see what I can see, see. Okay. Get, get a good look at, at the rest of the crowd. I'll find a quiet corner and sit down. Okay. That's perfect. If worse comes you. to worse, I can always offer an exchange of my uh, music making services for <laughs> his information. All right, so going into the tavern. Okay. Um, as you enter, you see a bustling tavern, um, about 10 or 12 tables scattered throughout the building with a bar that pretty much runs the length of the back wall. Um, you see a couple very large kegs that are being used, and in between the two large kegs is a nice wine shelf. Um, mm. You see several winches, male and female variety, um, and then you see standing and kind of running the length of the bar as a gnome, just taking orders and slapping drinks down and going back and forth very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, the smell is much better in here. It's more of like a pipe tobacco, spilt beer, and patchouli kind Thank of smell. Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, all right. So I'll uh, I'll I'll uh, approach the barkeep. Um, but if he's in the middle of like serving patrons, Valor doesn't quite know how to like. He keeps trying to get in. Excuse me. It's, I was, uh, I, I, you see, sorry. as he passes, no. he's like, "Yep, me with you in a minute." Oh, hold on. Oh, I, be right, I, and he's finally stops and goes, "Hi, what can I do, you fella?" Well. I am a traveling bard uh, with many, many songs under my belt, and yet um, still many more adventures to have. The name is Valor, and uh, I sing very soft and sweet songs, but also I can get quite raucous, as it looks like your inn is wont to have from music. The gnome is eyeing me. And uh, right, <laughs> so the, the, what I wanted to ask was apparently... Um, it has become known that some people have gone disappearing in this fair town. And I was wondering if perhaps, you know, you had seen uh, anyone um, or, or, or heard anything about disappearances. You see, it's a, it's a very important mission. And despite my willingness to discuss it with you, we should keep it on a hush-hush a, a little bit. So you see him pipe back. Well, I mean, if I saw a missing person, I wouldn't. They wouldn't be missing now, would they? Um, yes, but, you make a good point. Uh, but no. So I mean, there's a few people that have gone missing for sure. Um, like old oh. Freddy, um, Heather, um, that one dude with the one leg and one arm. He just disappeared. I don't know where he went, though, but if you really want to know who to ask now, you should go talk to Captain Murr. Captain Murr, uh, a sailor, I assume? No, he's a woodworker. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> um, former soldier, perhaps, or... Baker. Maybe just a, okay. It's not like a poetry teacher, oh, Captain uh, no, more of the like, he told us to call him captain or he'd kill us. Oh, okay. Well, um, I certainly, um, know the type, if you know what I mean. But, he looks um, over at the other gnome <laughs> and the shady one that walked in and goes, 
Yeah, yeah. The wizard gnomes can be kind of um, uppity. Well, um, certainly I haven't experienced that's not, you know, my experience <laughs> with this particular gnome. We're quite close, actually. I plan on writing uh, quite a sonnet about him and his um, exploits if we have them. But uh, are these just random people in town that have gone missing? Or you know, we also, I feel like there are also perhaps maybe some visitors that have come like visitors that have shown up and and disappeared or or do you get many visitors in the town uh for the last few weeks we've gotten some visitors but i mean they just went about their way they went out to sea and they just didn't come back oh okay that's where where might one find this um baker woodworking captain oh man I, I actually, no one knows where he lives, but huh. if you would like to stay here, he comes in and about looks up at a uh, kind of a clockwork clock that you can tell he's assembled in his spare time. And it's kind of just ticking at about 20 minutes or so. Oh, I, I must say that's very convenient. Um, perhaps we will stay and grab a bite to eat. I'm famished, mostly just fruit on the wagon, if you know what I mean. I'm a man of larger tastes. No offense. I didn't mean larger, like not small. I meant oh my, I've said too much. I'll take I'll take um a, you see a, you see the gnome kind of like, don't worry, don't share shortchange the sentiment. Uh, I get it. I see what you did. You're quite, you're quite good. Maybe we could take this on the road. I don't know. I'm just spitballing ideas uh, at this point. Goes, and also, feel free if you want to play. We haven't had a bard in these parts since the incident. Um, what incident? <laughs> Looks what? at you and goes, well. There was a bard, and he decided to play some songs, and he was more of like the mushy, gushy, kiss your girl type of songs. And let's just say he took a tankard through the groin. Oh, okay. He now Rough. walks with a limp and sings an alto. <laughs> Tough crowd. Um, I'm more like a tenor, too, but it's, it's sure. <laughs> All right. Um, well, if you don't mind, let me um, go chat with my uh, gnome friend and we'll um, perhaps we'll order something and, and hang out and wait for the captain. Very well. You've very been well. very helpful. Thank you. And I pull another copper piece out and I put it on the bar and I'm like, for your troubles. The moment you lay a copper, there's a there's a drink like right beside it. Ah, thank oh. you. Oh, all right. I'll take the drink and then I'll head back over to uh to Canaan. I don't know if Lo, are you standing near Canaan or just like off on your own? We're together shaking I'm our still, heads. Okay. I'm sure I'm sitting I'm we're sitting in the corner. We're sitting in the corner waiting in the in the little dark alcove just okay. I've been scanning, been waiting for you to come and sit down. <laughs> so on his way back uh, Valor's carrying the the drink and he's kind of walking through the crowd. Nope, sorry, excuse me. Sip, and keeps like stopping because he doesn't want to walk in front of people. <laughs> and by the time he gets to the table, he's sloshed about a third of the drink onto himself. And then finally I sit down and just kind of start wringing everything out. Valor, um, I have a question for you. 
Yes, yes, you Master Wizard. You just spent almost 15 minutes at that bar. Not only did you not buy us a round, <laughs> you came back with two-thirds of one drink. Right. Well, I'm I wasn't... insulted. You certainly can have this one. I didn't know what everyone was drinking, or if perhaps it Damn was like... fucking right, I am. Sure. Well, and I didn't know if it was like... I no need low... a strength check from the gnome to pick up a human-sized tankard. <laughs> because you're a small... When it has like a gallon for you to like drink in okay. it. Okay. It's I'll like a toddler it. drinking out of a big gulp cup. <laughs> okay. Um, strength check? You're going to, so that modifier next to your strength where it says plus eight minus uh, one. Uh, well, okay. So you're going to roll a d20 and you're going to minus one. <laughs> Five. Six minus so one. So you, you get the tankard up and you wash part of your beard with the booze. Oh. Um, now the cool thing is the booze does smell like sweet <laughs> honey. It smells like honey and cinnamon and a little star anise is in there with it. Um, it's a very flavorful mead. Um, <laughs> so I could perhaps get a straw next time. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I didn't. Perhaps you would like to cover yourself in um, beer as well, Master Low. And I go like I'm gonna splash it at him, and then I look at him. <laughs> Think twice about it. Let's put it back in down. In a flash, I flash you. I hold up my little dagger there. And <laughs> yes. They have business. Before. Not necessary. Um, anyway, the, so the barkeep told me that uh, the person we want to talk to is is probably Captain Mir, a um, some sort of baker, carpenter, captain who. Um, they're not exactly sure where he lives, but he should be coming into the tavern um, within five minutes, ten minutes or so. What, so if did we you just, say his last name was? Um, Mir, right? That's my, that's my last name. Yes. Uh, Mir or Mir? Oh, it is? Yes. Oh. Are you the captain? No. Do you woodwork? Okay. Well, that would have that would have been ridiculous. Of course not. <laughs> Um, you say Cap- Captain Mir, I've, uh, I've, well, I've, while you guys have been doing your thing, messing around, I've been scouring this, this whole tavern, and over there in another dark corner, there's been someone watching over. Oh. Can't, can't quite make him out yet, but I reckon if, uh, if you, Velour, if you go over, start up a song, Try and make your way over to him. See, see who it is, because they've been watching us. I've been watching them, watching you at the bar. Uh, Something's not right here. Oh. Um. You think you think you could start start get together a song, get a little bit closer, and see if we can reveal who this person is. Maybe it's. Let's see if you're useful after all, Valor. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. I mean, really, I'm just kind of like here to record your exploits and. And make all of us famous through your risks and um, and bravery. Um, the last bard you see kind of got mm, right in the in the cherries, if you know what I mean. And I'm you better just a do little... a better job than he did, then, hadn't you? That's true. That's true. I will. Um, he said nothing too smooshy. I must say, my name is Valor because I'm so soft and sweet in my tunes. Um, this could be difficult, but I'll give it a try. And, Just imagine uh, me and Loha breaking your ribs when you oh, begin. 
Excellent. I love how the gnome is like <laughs> the most aggressive. The wizard the muscle who can take a one shot, like takes magic missile to the chest and dies. It's <laughs> like the muscle. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I will um, do it's my, my new favorite best. thing in the world. <laughs> so, um, uh, Valor, who's, you know, he's got his loot on him, and I also have a flute in my bag. But, um, Definitely, he, I, I put my hand on the flute and I go, no, definitely. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> kind of pull the lute out and walk up onto the stage, you know, kind of push one of the drunks who's passed out on the corner of the stage just a little bit to the side so I can step up. And even that is like kind of exhausting, just walking <laughs> to the stage and standing up. So. <laughs> He takes a big breath. Um, Luckily, there is a stool on the stage. Oh, thank goodness. And like a little another table where you can put drinks and things. And then there's okay. a chest at the bottom of the stage that another little wench, once she sees you up there, comes, unlocks, and pulls open the chest kind of for donations and things like that. Awesome. Oh, we might even walk out of here with some bank. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, so uh, <laughs> he he takes a big old strum on the lute and he's like, um, "Sing." There, there once was a lady, and then kind of looks around. And he's like, "No, no, 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 ladies." Um, <clears throat> I put flowers in my hair. No, that's not going to do it. Um, <laughs> oh boy. Um, let me see. I'm gonna. Can I do a performance check? Just for myself to kind of see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me. See. Can I can I add one to it? Um. I I know I'm oh, so good. Are you trying to assist him in the performance? Yes. Like sing kind of after he sings and try to get the crowd involved type of thing. I would I would like to, to try and dance my way over, noticing that he's struggling a little. Okay. Bit so as a master. All right. Style. So you go ahead and roll me, Valor. You start the roll, and then. Uh, uh, Loa, go ahead and roll me a performance as well. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, yes. 13 plus okay. 5, 17. Okay. Like, okay. Please, please be good. <laughs> All right. Um, and so when people start staring at me, he just kind of revs up and starts strumming heavier and heavier and heavier. Uh, I'm a big tough man and I don't take no guff from anyone. We're strong and we fight and we drink all day. And then perhaps we sail away. I am a big strong man and you don't want to mess with me because my friends will probably kill you or me as well. We're all really good friends and you all like me. Isn't that Right. <laughs> Don't question it. <laughs> um, you uh, <laughs> go ahead and roll, David, and I'm going to give you advantage um, on that roll as well, which means you're going to roll that d20 twice um, and take the okay. highest. Okay. Sorry. Uh, um, go ahead and give me another roll, Valor. Um, a, okay. you're, you you're gonna get like advantage on this roll, like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. That was that was good for yeah. Nice. You want me to do advantage on this right now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
That was a 15 if it's performance again, plus 5. And a 18 plus 5. Oh my god. Yeah. So 23, I guess. Okay. So as you see uh, David start dancing and going, the crowd gets riled up in the song and starts pretty much tables are flipped and everyone is now dancing and ah, one dude gets punched in the fucking face. Um, just, you know, out is this good? and uh, it's like, everyone's just having a great time and you stop and everyone just kind of stops, puts the tables back down. I cover my nuts. Back to calm. <laughs> uh, and then you hear the sound of coins being tossed. Huh. Huh. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you. Thank you. Plenty more where that came from. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. You look, you look down and see roughly. God damn it. <sighs> roughly about 100 gold pieces. Oh, shit. That have been tossed in. I rolled a D100 and got fucked. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry for you. But that's awesome. Yeah. um, So yeah, you have about 100 gold pieces or the equivalent in silver and copper just kind of filling this chest. Um, And just everyone's quiet again. And they're just... Just back to the- there was no that, that's it. There's no other yeah. dis- discussion or like applause or anything. They just kind of like quieted down, There's- threw some money, and then they went back. Yeah, it's just very awkward. <laughs> uh, I I think we rocked pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> they can't even they can't even think straight. So strange. Got off the right. stage quick. <clears throat> I, know, I, I, I hop down and I collect all the coins and stuff out of the chest. And if there's any errant ones on the ground, I actually <laughs> sit on the edge of the stage to pick them up because bending <laughs> over is too hard. <laughs> He's quite large. He's quite large. <laughs> um. So. So yeah. Um. So now the figure that was that. Uh, Loa pointed out, gets up um, and makes his way to the bar and uh, perception on the figure. And as it makes its way to the bar, there's two other figures cloaked in this very long cloak where you can't see the face or the hands or the feet really just meanders up to the bar. Can I do the perception check too? Yeah. Oh yeah. You're right. Because they walk right past you. Yeah. Um, I'm staring right at him. Yeah. (laughs) Oh shit. That's a three. Okay. Plus one. No, plus zero. It's a cloaked figure. <laughs> that is a, that is a fine cloak. <laughs> I bet Lo could hide in all sorts of things with that cloak on. <laughs> Perhaps. I wonder if there if there's bulges in his cloak. I wonder if there are a couple of weapons. Uh, what's your role in perception? I wonder if it's Holocaust. Let's see perception. Uh, sorry, one second. Four. Mm. It's a very nice cloak. It is well-made tapestry. Can I observe this as well? Uh, if you, yeah, go ahead and roll perception. Uh, 
seven plus oh, two and nine. Okay, that's better. Um, you know what kind of weeble wobbles in a way? Like a bo- human body shouldn't be able to weeble wobble that way. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> sorry, Mike is metagaming in this. No, I know you are. That's why like, I'm laughing oh, because awesome. you're laughing because you know. Um, <laughs> and I'm just happy because they don't. Um, so um, it's weeble wobbling. Like, like where the knees should be the whole top body tilts, but then where the shoulders should be, it tilts the other way at some point. <laughs> so it's just like super weird. And you see all three do this and it's just super awkward. I'd like to approach you, the gnome who's been okay. serving at the um, bar. Okay. So you, you kind of go up to the bar and there's like a little uh, gnome accessible spot. You kind of walk up this ramp. <laughs> Um, so you're like eye height with them because so patronizing. Well, I mean, you're two foot tall. Gnomes are like two feet tall, you know. So like everyone else is at least five, six foot tall, roughly. Okay, okay. Um, and so you walk up, and the gnomes toss by. Hey, what can I do, you buddy? I'd like to know: is it normal for the crowd to respond like this? They seemed vibrant and engaged, and as soon as my friend stopped everything fell silent and now he's being approached if only valor had heard kanan call him his friend (laughs) um you you see that man that's the most lively we've had in years i thought the building was gonna fall who are those people that have approached my friend uh, so they approached the bar. So they're standing like three or four people over from you. So they walked past Valor because um, the stage is to the right, and then you have the bar at the back of the house. Oh, um, okay. So they approached they approach the bar, and you can look down and see them like three or four people over. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> gnome to gnome. <laughs> Should I be afraid of these people? Should I leave now? Well, I mean, we are rather small, but we're mighty. (laughs) (laughs) And at that point, you hear this. All right, let's get them. And you see the coats explode as six goblins jump into the air um, out of these coats. And you now realize they stacked themselves three by three in these coats and have just exploded onto the scene. Um, roll for initiative. Yeah. Initiative. I got a six plus zero. <laughs> plus zero? Yeah, dexterity very low. Very, very low. Bad. <laughs> and also I made my intelligence uh, an 11 also, so there's no bonus for intelligence or dexterity. <laughs> um, I'm not seeing an initiative thing. Where do I so find? initiative should be... Usually uh, at the very top center. Yeah. Like a little square that says initiative. Oh, plus zero. Right, I've got it. Uh, 11, then. All right, so we have 11. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. All right, David, what is your initiative? Uh, I rolled a 10 plus 2. No, sorry, 8 plus 2. Okay. So... 
plus two, so ten. Uh, Mike, you had a six or a nine? Correct. Yeah. Okay. All right. This doesn't sound good. All right. So, well, <laughs> I do have... not think we are going first. That's for sure. <laughs> oh no, you are. <laughs> you you are. Oh, okay. Surprisingly. Um. Goblins got very excited. I guess. They they were just ready, um, and I love how you laughed and knew. By the way, uh, like you were like, "Yes!" As soon as you said, my first instinct was it was like two two dwarves or something, and then when you said knee high and shoulder high, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Here come the goblins. All right, and then gobbles. <laughs> All right, so you see the goblins explode into the room. Um, Matt, you are up first, and also you are right there. They just exploded, and there are three goblins on the bar snarling at all the other guests, and they're kind of just clearing out. Everyone's clearing out. Uh, Mike, you're still on the stage, and uh, David, you are still back kind of in your corner doing your – your uh, giving everyone like to the cast a spell. Um, okay. Which spell? Shocking grasp. Shocking oh, yeah. grasp. Okay, so you're going to cast it on the goblin? Mm-hmm. Okay. Which How many dice? of them are there? Nine? Did you say there was nine of them? No, there's six. Uh, oh, six. It, it, okay. it, it kind of looks like there was nine, but three thought the call was to leave, and three ran out the rim. <laughs> okay. Uh -huh, so they're Which like, die oh, am I rolling? Um, so let me see real quick. Shocking grass. I'm fairly certain I know what it does. Just let me see. Um, cantrip location. I think it had an area of effect thing. That's why I chose that. Um, yeah. So it's one action. It is touch. You got to go up and touch cool. one of the goblins. Um, because its range is touch. Okay. So I'll you're going to walk up and touch. It is instantaneous. So I can grasp. Um, um, so you're going to roll a d20. Um, and that's it. And you're just going to take the die roll. Um, 14. Okay, 14 is a hit. Yeah. Uh, so now you're going to roll a D8. Um, okay. That is a 7. Okay, so it's going to take 7 damage. You just walk up to this goblin and... <laughs> And you can like see its skull as it flashes through its body and courses, kind of. Yes. Um, it smells like burnt diapers now in the room. Um, so Delicious. yes. Um, he moved. You did that. All right, David. Um, so you get two actions. Uh, you usually get a movement and um a an attack is usually what happens. Um. And then, of course, uh, David, you're a rogue. If you were adjacent to someone who's finding another enemy, you get a special attack as well, if I'm correct. Okay. Hmm. All right. So what do I, what do, I, what do, I do now? Then? All right. So you're, you're about 20 feet away. Um, so you're going to need to move up to them, move up to a goblin or something, um, and, and go to attack with your, your, your knife. Okay, so uh, yeah, I sneak up to one from out of my corner. Okay, I'm starting to sneak towards one. All right, and uh, because I have only ten plus zero strength, but I have thirteen. Uh, sorry, I have seventeen plus three charisma and uh, plus five intimidation. Um, 
I'm not, I've never been hugely strong. I'm all right and quick, but where am I, where I really lie is in my fear. Right. So I'm able to, so as I, as I, I don't know, do I roll to see if I, if I can hit him and, 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 and basically, uh, rather than kill him, subdue him and possibly ask for information. Um, so roll me a, let me think, uh, roll me an intimidation, um, an intimidation of kind of like, you know, you're, you're trying to yeah. intimidate them and kind of strike them with fear. Okay. I rolled a 14. Okay. Um, 14. Um, let me see here. Yeah, so the goblin, um, two of the goblins you're looking at are just stricken with fear. Um, now, did you walk up to the ones close to the bar or the ones kind of in the room? The ones closer to the okay, bar. Okay, the ones on the bar. Be. Okay, cool. Um, awesome. So you're going, to, you, you see them both just kind of like, and you hear one just like fart just from stress alone. Um <laughs> Just outright, not even okay with the situation. Yeah, uh, making goblins stress fart. Yeah, that. yeah, it isn't good. <laughs> they are luckily fearful little creatures. That's some brilliant camera attack right there. <laughs> stress goblin fart. fart. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that is your turn, unless you're going to do anything else. Um, but they are stricken and they're frightened, which is good. They have a frightened condition. Um and then it will be. I've thrown. I've thrown one in. I've thrown one at at one of them. It's done that thing where it, you know where it's like it, it hits the ground like in between their legs and just those. <laughs> fair, fair. However, I've lost one dagger. Fair, um, Mike. It is your go. Okay, so Valor in general is is a pretty fearful person, um, but he. <laughs> He he is, you know, not necessarily going to hide from the confrontation when he's got his his two ass kicking buddies with him. Um, what he won't do though is drop his loot as a free action. So even though drawing the longsword is is part of an attack, I'm actually going to use my full. I'm going to use my action to place the loot down <laughs> against the stool so it won't fall. Um, but then with uh, but then I'll turn and draw the longsword, and with my bonus action, I'll use bardic inspiration to inspire Kanan the gnome with a brief little um, song. And so okay. what bardic what bardic inspiration does for you, Matt, is it'll give you a d6 that you can add to an attack roll or a skill check. So you can roll your d20, and then you can roll a d6 also and add it to that anytime in the next 10 minutes. Oh, so okay. Just, yeah. Um, and so as, as Valor, like, he's like, oh, goblins! And then <laughs> like, kind of looks and sees the other two starting to attack, and he's like, yes, adventure! Excellent! And he <laughs> gently places his loot down on the stool and draws his longsword and says, uh, Mighty Canaan, gnomish mage. He may be short, but he's full of rage. That's, <laughs> that's your bardic inspiration for you. So you get a D6 to add to your next attack. And uh, the only thing I'm going to do to move is actually use my move to kind of get down off the stage and get into the fray, but okay. still not in front of the other two. Okay. Well, there <laughs> are like kind of three goblins roughly in front of you. 
Okay, so cool. Then I'll just kind of face off with them. Okay. Um, all right. Well, it is now their go. Um, let's <laughs> see how this happens. Um, Use my whole fucking action to put my guitar down. If that isn't true to life. <laughs> yeah. <what is. clears throat> um, does a tin hit you, Mike? Me? Yes. Yes. My, yep. Yep, my armor class is a. Oh wait, this is, I have leather armor, so that's an eleven, right? Uh, it should be, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So no, I'm sorry. It's a. It is an eleven because I have leather armor. Okay. Whew, okay. I no, so I have no bonuses to AC. Either. That one misses. Ah! Oh my god! As it's so you. sharp. God damn it! <laughs> Fuck you. Mom's a whore. Oh, and you're a cunt. Um. So here's Foul what happens. Mouth, little goblin. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was just me cussing my dice. Um, oh, okay. I rolled four ones. Um, for oh the no! Um, yeah, joy. So here's what happened. So one goblin goes, smacks a bottle on the table, and tries to square off uh, with with um, with Kanan, and he doesn't realize that he is a spot back and just fucking stabs his buddy in the neck. With this broken off bottle. And you just see this one goblin just fucking fall over dead. Um, yeah, that's a thing. Um, <laughs> one of the goblins in front of you, Mike, goes to swipe at you and like cuts your pant leg. And then. Um, ah! My God. <laughs> and then uh, from there goes and the other one has a torch with him now. Um, like you're not sure where he got the fucking torch. Um, <laughs> goes to swing at you and then ends up catching the goblin beside him on fire. <laughs> oh, shit. So you have one shanked goblin in the neck and then you have this little goblin on fire who seems at the moment to be okay with this. How many are there in total? Um, there are now five. <laughs> um, <laughs> Down to five. And I do a sneak attack on one. Um, and it is now back up to Kanan's go. I would like to attempt to speak to one of these goblins. Okay. Uh, do you know goblin as a language? No. Okay. <laughs> um, then make me a make me a persuasion check. Okay. And you're talking to the goblin who just shanked his buddy in cold blood because he misread the room and distance obviously needs glasses. Um, <laughs> poor Timmy. Which die am I rolling? You're going to roll a d20 and then add your persuasion skill to that roll. 14 plus 1. 15. Okay. Um, so you see the goblin stop a moment, the one across from you, and kind of like... You hear, all you hear is... Food! Oh. Food? That's all he says. Um, now, are you going to move or do anything else on your turn? I'm going to immediately offer him some food. Okay. So you're going to hand out your food. Uh, he will respond on his turn. Um, so you're there just with your... Uh, uh, sticking out your hand um, with food. Uh, it is now... Uh, Dave, it is your turn. So the one that I've intimidated, they're not dead yet. I've grabbed one that's fasting. One of the ones What's you intimidated that? is dead. 
Uh, <laughs> the second one um, is well, flogging a dead horse. Being, Sorry. being, <laughs> being offered food um, and, is, and is still frightened at the moment. <laughs> and where are the others? Behind you, and they've attempted to attack Mike, but one's on fire, and the <laughs> others are just like, eh. One's about to feel so the say, wrath. I look at them all and I say to them, look at the rest of your friends. Now, you can pick them up and take them outside. And we can find out what's happening or this entire bar turns down with you people in it. <laughs> so you see the rest of the people <laughs> staying to watch this fight, by the way, real quick. Fucking scatter. Just empty the bar. <laughs> like all other humans just leave immediately. Um... And uh, my audience, (laughs) (laughs) roll me your persuasion check. Damn it, my fans! Do luck in a Bronx tale. Now use candies. (laughs) All right, I rolled a 12. Okay, um, you see. One goblin lay down its weapon. It has this little like jagged steel thing. Lay down its weapon and then looks at its claws and then growls at you. Ooh. I growled right the fuck back. <laughs> uh, I'll allow you to roll since you haven't moved or anything. Give me an intimidation. Ooh. Okay. Uh... I love this. What? Six. Oh, no. What did you roll? Six. Yeah, the goblin laughs at you. As you're like, her. It's more like, um, you know, um, and the goblin's like, <laughs> um, Mike, it is your go. You know, so, he dropped his arms. Uh, again, one's dead. One's being offered food at the moment. You can see real quick. Uh, the other one still has a little weapon, and then one's just fucking ablaze. All right, I'm. I think I'm hyper focused of the one that actually took a swipe at me and slashed my my pants. Okay. So with a with like sweat on his brow and like his heart beating a hundred miles a minute. Um, Valor's going to take a swing at him with his long sword. Like, well, roll advantage on it because it's now not looking at you and it's looking at uh, oh. David's character. So it's turned its back on you. That feels um, dirty. <laughs> so you now see the back of this goblin's head. So roll advantage. Okay. So um, <laughs> I was going to say that he like closes his eyes and takes a swing, but I, I guess that would cancel the advantage. So I'll I'll just go ahead and take a swing at him. Oh boy. That's a four and an 11 um, plus four since I have proficiency with a long sword. So a 15 to hit him with a long sword. That is a hit. Yes. So I thwack him good with the long sword. But as it hits, I'm also like, oh, God, I'm like horrified <laughs> by what I've done. So um, as it hits, it just pops open like part of the flesh on the back of the head as you're like swinging it and a little flap pops up and the goblin just doesn't even move. Oh, it's no. It's just hyper focused. And you're like, that's a flesh wound. 
<laughs> There's seven plus two damage, so nine damage. Yeah, it's it's one. hurt fairly, fairly bad. You were fairly okay. certain you, you have fucked this thing up. Um, and now we are at Thergo again. Maybe I can get a hit in, maybe. Um, nope. <laughs> nope. Ooh, piece of candy. Um, all right, the <laughs> one at you, uh, Kanan, um, swings at you with a 12, and I know that hits your ass, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, because you're a mage, you're a wizard, your armor's 10, 10, yeah, um, uh, uh, two of them tried to kill you, David. I'm just gonna say this now, two of them attempted to kill you, and no, not unless a four hits you. Um, three points of damage, Kanan, as the goblin takes the food, and as it takes the food, shanks you. Oh, man. Just wow. like, Hasha! and then starts <clears throat> chewing on the food. And wow. you are down to four goblins now because the other one died of burns. Okay. <laughs> um, and I'm down to four HP, I believe. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's seven. Uh, and we are back up to your turn. Um, okay. Um, I, <laughs> I want to get information from these goblins. <laughs> well, I think David has one of them pretty well yeah, restrained, fair. right? Okay. Yeah, I fight fairly. back. Uh, I think as long as we have the one, we could shake him down. Okay. Um, I would like to use a spell I have called Expeditious Retreat. Expeditious Retreat? And move away. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you also can use what's called, uh, without using the spell, just to let you know, um, you can still use a what's called a disengage action. Okay. Um, so you can disengage without incurring any attacks of opportunity, um, which is like someone's walking by, by someone, can, they can swipe at you or leaving combat once you leave the threatened square, which is usually five feet, they can attack you for free um this allows for you to leave kind of defensively where you don't take that attack um and that do that and dive behind the bar okay yeah so you dive behind the bar and you see the other gnome hey buddy you're doing pretty good up there (laughs) and he's just drinking away um but you see him tinkering with something as well while you're down there oh i'd like to ask him to pass me whatever he's tinkering with Oh no, this is gonna make a big boom. I would just you hold your horses. <laughs> and it's just kinda like, oh wait. Um and now we are to David is your go. Well, by now these intimidation tactics have obviously not fucking worked on these little scree these scree guys. So uh I decided that the one who's who's there with me, that that prick laughed at me. So <laughs> I'm gonna I plan on, on kicking him straight in the belly and, uh, and planting a knife on top of his head. Okay. Uh, so roll me a acrobatics or an athletics. Roll me an athletics and then roll me an attack. Okay. So 
<laughs> Athletics is a two. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm so, really not so you go to kick him in the belly, and he's two feet high, and you just sidestep him. So now you have this goblin right beneath your groin. Sit down. And I really... <laughs> so do I roll again then? Yeah. Uh, you're now going to roll an attack because you're wanting to stab him as part of the yeah. action. So that was to see if you could kick him down, and now it's to see if you can actually hit him. All right. Yes. 17. 17 is a hit. So you're straddling over top of him. You notice you just overstep his head, and you're now he's now below you, and you just caca straight into the head. Excellent. It's uh, it gives me much joy going down, and he was absolutely eye height with my. It's giving you down. very much joy to go down on a goblin. Is that what you just said out loud? <laughs> <laughs> Know that he went <laughs> at penis eye height with a knife in his head. Wait, this is going to alive. This sounds really sick. <laughs> this is not going to age well. Um, <laughs> but uh, all right, so you're using a dagger. Yes, all right, so I have one. I have one dagger. The other one is still in between yeah. the legs. All right, go ahead and roll damage for that. Which uh, for a dagger, it's D six plus your strength. D six. Plus strength, so it's D6. Ten. <clears throat> Twelve. Damn. What? Okay, so you you kill a goblin. Um, pretty much. You you shove it right into his eye and you can feel the body kind of just go limp. As as it's just like now dangling there on the on the blade. Shouldn't have lost him, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, we gave them chances. We gave them chances. We gave them chances. Uh, Mike, it is now your go as right in front of you, you see uh, uh, Loa overstep this goblin and just shut up with a dagger straight to its eyeball. <laughs> um, and just blood just comes out of this head now. All right. So we've got, is there still one that's restrained and then one that's fighting? They're the one, the one, yeah, right beside you, because um, there's the dead burnt one to a crisp in the middle, one right. dead on the bar, one right. still on the bar, and then one beside you that is still, like, frightened. Okay. Um, the one that's by the bar is, is still, like, conscious, though. Yeah, he's kind of walking around, picking up bottles, downing the booze, grabbing food at the moment. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um. All right. I guess I'll just take um, I'll take one more swipe at the one that I hit uh, in the back of the head. That the last one. That's the last one standing, right? Uh, besides the one that's drinking and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he takes a deep breath and closes his eyes and swings again. Uh, shitty. Four plus four, eight. So I think I missed him completely. <laughs> <laughs> you did miss. Um, but uh, as a bonus action, I want to do healing word on Kanan. Okay. okay. So um, I, I swing and I miss and then uh, I... Uh, I call out another another song of healing that I learned this one from the elves. Um, <laughs> purest water, clean and blue. I am singing to heal you. And then you get 
Hold on. Um, two plus five, seven hit points back. So I think you're probably back to max because I yes. can't imagine you have more than seven. As a <laughs> Our respect for you just went up slightly. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. I have to be the healer now. I'm I'm the only I'm the only one with any sorts of heals right now. <laughs> yeah. Um all right. Now we are to the goblin's turn. Um so one's gonna take a swing at you. At, um a twelve hits. Damn it. Take two points of damage. Me? Yeah, Mike. Yeah. I curl up in a ball on the stage. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where am I? And then let's see what the other one does. Ooh. So the other one kneels down um to kind of look for you. Uh Matt, it's just kind of like you just see this goblin head, this big square hey Arnold or football hey Arnold sized head with big ears, <laughs> kind of just look down over the thing. Yeah, filthy long shanks. Um, and then it just kind of takes a swing at you and yeah, seven does not hit you. Um, but you see it just swipe and just barely miss you and take off some hair. Um, as long as it wasn't the beard. (laughs) (laughs) And then it is, uh, your go now. Um, I would like to. <clears throat> can I ask the my fellow gnome for assistance? Um. Yeah. Yeah. You can. How are you? At? What are you asking him? For the quickest way out. Um. He goes. Oh, just sit tight, buddy. This is gonna be fun. <laughs> just one moment. <laughs> Trust me. This all worries be done in a way with. Trust okay. me. Okay. In that case, I go to attack again. Okay. And this time. Yeah. Sorry. And he's dead. Max, <laughs> that is done. Max damage on the camera. <laughs> um, I would like to use Acid Splash. No. Oh, okay. Mm. What do I roll? 20? Um, I do believe you rolled a hit with Acid Splash. Um, I'm just double checking. 60 feet instantaneous. Um, yeah, so you have a 60-foot range. Um, mm. You hurl a long, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, you're going to roll the hit with this one. Okay. Uh, 17. That is a hit. And yeah. they do not succeed on their um, dexterity saving throw. I can tell you that now, period. Um, so you're going to roll 1d6. He did hit him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, don't forget your bardic inspiration, but you didn't need it. Yeah. Um, all right. So three damage as you just kind of like and throw acid up on the tom and he just eats it and just takes it. Um, so damage <laughs> to that one. Um, and then all of a sudden, everyone sees this gnome, not not Matt's character, just jump up and just hand this goblin this little treat it looks like a meat wad and the goblin quickly ingests it or oh looks God, at that it bastard and then ingests it and you hear this very guttural whatever and runs to the middle of the room with the other goblin 
Um, Mike and David, I need a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. <laughs> do I get... Um trying to be honest do i get disadvantaged because i'm lying in a ball on the stage yeah 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 you do yeah okay oh god oh well bless the humans i actually have a plus two to deck save just because <laughs> oh that's a two and an 11 so i got a four okay um <laughs> Need me to roll? Yes, I need you to roll a dexterity oh, saving throw. So, what's that D20? Um, it's going to be a D20, and then on the sheet you're looking at, it'll have uh, where it says dex saving throws, and then under yeah. that will be strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence. It'll have all the, the main stats, and it'll yeah. have a number next to it. So, I've got dexterity. Did you, oh, I just had it. Sorry. Actions. Oh, dexterity fourteen plus two. That's my stats, right? Yeah. So you're, the the two is the modifier. So you're gonna add two to your dice roll plus your proficiency bonus, if I'm correct. Okay. So if I roll, shit, I just rolled a twenty. You just rolled a twenty. All right. Yeah. So you're good. Um. So as you see this goblin run into the middle of the room to show the other goblin, kind of like how like what is he has. And then quickly ingest it in front of his other goblin. You see the goblins that you're all fighting get the other one get mad and rah, rah, and then you just hear this. Oh, oh pink mist, y'all. And the entire room is covered in this exactly pink mist. And there's chunks of green and red flesh just scattered throughout the entire room. Uh, somehow, David, you were standing right there almost in the middle of it, and you just have some misting everywhere. Um, Mike, your Valor is just covered in a wash of red. Um, Matt, as you're sitting below the bar, um, you just see the wine bottles just get painted. I, um, I called him a bastard because I thought he was healing, <laughs> healing him with this tree. Um, and then you see the other goblin as he ducks down beside you. And before this happens, he goes, this is going to be fun, but the cleaning lady's going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. And y'all uh, officially defeated the goblins in a coat. Yes. Oh. And are now standing in an obliterated bar with nothing but like a burn mark on the floor and just blood everywhere. It looks like a uh, director's cut from like any Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> oh. Valor is just quietly sobbing in the fetal <laughs> position on the stage. <laughs> He's trying really hard to hide the noises while he gets control of himself. <laughs> I'd like to take a swig from anything that's leaking alcohol right now because I'm too small and weak to pick up a tankard. You're you're too small to pick up a human sized tankard. Oh, I'll pick up a mini one and just yeah, take shots. They they have some like gnome <laughs> tankards and like they have different sizes. They're not ableist. Um <laughs> and so uh yeah, so you pick up one and you take a drink. Um and you take a drink, it's good liquor, and then you spit out a chunk of goblin meat. 
Mm. That landed in oh. the drink as well. <laughs> I light up my pipe and ask everyone, "Just what the fuck just happened?" And you see that, and also who's hungry? You, you see the other gnome pop up and go, "Oh, that was a homemade special. It's known as the Dark Water Life Stopper." <laughs> we end. Should we end part one there? Uh, yes. I do need there. a piss. Now, we can take a break for sure. Um, uh, what, 10 minutes? I really want to find out what the fuck just happened. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I did want to check bodies and shit, but I need a piss. There's not a lot of bodies left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, let's take a quick little 10 minute break and uh, we'll be back. So how are you liking it so far, Matt? Cool, cool. I'm loving this, man. <laughs> I'm loving this. Seriously, I can't wait to introduce the kids to this. I already did, <laughs> but now, man. Yeah. And Mike? Yeah. Big props, big kudos <laughs> on the character, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks. You're Back made for theater. I can <laughs> see why you're in theater now. Oh, thank you, man. And I will definitely say, um, you DM a lot more than you play, don't you, Mike? Um, You know... I- I, I used to, yeah, absolutely. I've I've been a player in a in a campaign. I've been steadily playing with these dudes since like 2017 now. So I I feel like I've been a player now almost as much. But yeah, I mean, like the first three D and D campaigns I was ever a part of, I was the DM, and um, I'm a you know I DM'd the the Girl Scout workshop last month right um, i'm about to you know go in and dm another like introductory you know maybe four (laughs) or five session campaign for my nieces and nephews so that's awesome yeah Yeah. well so the reason i bring that up is so most dms when they get to play play super like these type of characters like i have two characters that are like it as well um and so because it's like this release of like i have all this creative shit and i need it out now um like i played one for a charity stream last week uh named takey kaboom um he was this goblin alchemist for second edition and he uh he was pretty much junk rat from overwatch um so like his quotes were all of junk rats quotes from the game and everything and no one picked up on it um (laughs) And so, um, yeah, my favorite right now in my, in my other campaign, I'm playing a dwarf, like an old dwarf cleric who is like slowly losing his mind. So he, he forgets where he is sometimes and he, he'll just blurt out like everyone will be stealthy and he'll just blurt out something that he's just remembered or just thought of. And so like, I try not to sabotage the rest of the players in the group, but it's really more just about like, he's this doddering old dwarf man. Yeah. That's all everybody loves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think we should get going. All right. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm eager to go. All right. So you have vanquished the goblins with assistance from the barkeep gnome um, and his whatever homemade pipe bomb he has decided to create um, and, and wrap in meat like a pill you give to a dog. Um, 
and um, it is now kind of everything's eased. You see the crowd walking back in with this horrid face, but yet they're still setting up tables. They're starting to clean up and get everything back to how it should be. Um, so what are y'all doing? Like, what are you doing after this? Your first real combat is an adventuring party. Um, I, I take it Valor's on his way to stop crying. He's that yeah. last death row of cry. That <gasps> Yeah, I would say by now, um, Valor has kind of composed himself. He's stood up off the stage. Um, and he's just kind of marveling at the mess around the tavern. Um, but also very, very much upset with his own... Um, like visage right now so he he will actually um kind of reach out to the barkeep and say do you have a do you have a restroom somewhere that i could use uh points to the pretty much the door at the end of the bar and goes and hands you this key um with this little like metal crowbar connected to it type of thing okay yeah and uh like it kind of i kind of wipe the the stuff out of my eyes and face and try to get it off my hands as I pick up the key and I see like I'm leaving like a trail of gore and blood everywhere. Like, All right, I'm sorry. Oh God. Okay. I may leave this out of the song when I write it just so you know. <laughs> and then he goes into the restroom with his, you know, his entertainers pack in his hand. Cause I have, I have fine clothing in there that I'm very glad I didn't wear. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to go clean up and change. So as you go to clean up, you do realize uh, whatever that happened, it it turned obviously the goblin's blood into sand because it is like in places it shouldn't be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So you're like undressing and you're like, how Um, type of thing. In all of the crevices. yeah oh god how did you get under the boob (laughs) (laughs) brushing your mustache Um, like this yeah my poor mullet (laughs) um matt what are you doing and david what are you doing as your compatriot goes into the bathroom to tidy up i want desperately to question the uh the gnome about yeah, these too. goblins. So okay. I, I ask the, the gnome, I say, okay, I want answers now. Why were those goblins here? Why were we just attacked? What's going on? Well, I mean, it happens from time to time. Goblins <laughs> wander in from the from the cold and the warm outside, and they're just looking for a drink. Usually they get a drink and go away. But today, I guess they were feeling froggy. <laughs> All right, let's go to the chase. No, we were sent here by a king. As you say gnome, he looks at you, looks at himself, looks at you, and kind of tilts his head like, huh. I'm Uber gnome. I'll have you know. Uber gnome. Anyway, (laughs) we're here for a mission, a specific purpose, and I'm sick and tired of this shit. We need answers now. What's going on? Why are people disappearing? Man, I don't know, bud. If you talk to the captain, maybe he knows something, but I, I don't know. Where is the captain? Looks over. Ah, he should be here. And as you see, you see this uh, peg-legged figure walk in the door um, <clears throat> and kind of hobbles in and uh, 
you hear this very boisterous, what in the hell has happened here? And kind of goes to where you can tell is kind of his seat, sets up his table. I look over and, at Lo and Velour then, and I wink at both and nod towards the captain. Um, as you notice, uh, Velour is still in the restroom, so you're winking at a door. <laughs> and then, um, you see David's character, Lo, um, kind of just standing there right beside you. Um, as this, as you're standing on the bar and kind of like wink at <laughs> David's character. I flash my dagger at you and warn you not to wink at me. <laughs> okay. No, let's go. Let's speak to him. Yeah. I, I wanna, I wanna, I take a good long look at this guy first, and I, I really wanna analyze what he, what is he's wearing, who is, who is he, mm. what he looks like, what's, what's his, uh, what's his deal, so to speak. You would look at him and see quintessential pirate. Um, you would see this. You would see peg leg. You would see eye patch. Um, it's like, but the eye patch is like studded leather, so it has a bunch of like spikes sticking out of it. Um, the peg head leg has like some rude carvings in it. Um, you see, he's wearing like these odd pantaloons, but you do notice it's a dwarf. Um, but the dwarf was made, has made himself taller, um, wearing like a very thick boot and a long peg leg. Mm. Um, so he stands about Stinks. your height. Um, <laughs> A very broad shoulders, um, you know, braided beard and everything, um, and just kind of is standing there looking at the all as his table is getting cleaned. So I say to him, I look at him and I explain to him that we were sent here on a mission, that his city is completely <laughs> wackadoodle and apparently things explode in the taverns <laughs> for no reason. But we try to realize with these little to, to realize to uh. We tried to, to reason with these little bastards, but the uh, the barkeep just fed them something to to let them explode. And uh, I want to I want to have a drink, and I want to know what it is he's doing, why he is, uh, what's a pirate doing around here? <laughs> <laughs> why he's into wood? Why he's into woodwork? Um. So um, what are you what are you going up? So you approach the captain here, and. I approach him and I sit down at the okay, table he, with him and try and read. He looks that. over at you. How can I help you? <laughs> well, I uh, I want to know. I want to know what's what's happening in this town. Why are people disappearing? I want to know who you are. I want to know who I am. What I'm. <laughs> what what are we all, what are we all doing here in this? Uh, in this tavern, what is actually happening? You know what's happening in your city. You you know that you've had people disappearing. Uh, why why is this all happening? Let's just all let's just get through this so that uh, so that so that we can we can get out of this blood stained filthy shithole. <laughs> the, 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 so you. <laughs> The women, the women, and the you the see them. <laughs> ah, questions we all want to ask and know, but uh, you all can't know them at once. So, you want to know about the people disappearing? 
I say it's to the warehouse to the north. Who owns that warehouse? Uh, the South Raqqa Trading Company. They have came into town and owned it for a while now, but just merely started using it and people started going away. And the, the people who go away, what kind of people are these? Uh, anyone they can take. The other adventurers in town came in, and once they investigated and went to sea, they never came back again. Is there any reason people want to leave here under the radar? Uh, sea view is where you come to die and grow old. It's a shithole on Algo. What's where can we find these? Uh, what do you call them again? The people who own this? Ah, uh, you're looking for the South Raqqa Trading Company. They have a little outpost by their uh, their warehouse there, but you best be going. They're closing soon. All right. So uh, why don't you come with us? Show us where <laughs> where we gotta go. You, you lead the way. Uh, I just got here, laddie, off a day's of work. The bread doesn't bake itself. <laughs> yeah, but half your legs are wooden, so they can't get that tired. Ah, but you gotta rest the good oak. <laughs> Fair enough. Show me where the hookers are, then. Aye, I'd be looking at one. <sighs> As he kind of eyes you up and passes you a note across the table. <gasps> I look, I the up. note has look a gold piece and like what you can tell is probably his home address. <clears throat> uh, and it's like uh, your services would be, and it's in quotes, greatly needed. Hmm. Sir, what do you have needed in inverted commas? And what these services I can provide you? And what's, what's roll an insight on the note? At this point, um, okay. Valor comes back out of the restroom in very fine-looking, more like his performance outfit rather than his traveling clothes, and he's still like kind of wiping stuff off. And he's like, "I have no idea, but I actually got goblin in my ass crack." <laughs> and then he, I look up and I see the dwarf pirate. Uh... <laughs> so uh, I rolled a ten on. Um, you are fairly certain that he is requesting your masculine wares back at his house. Oh, giggity! Oh, yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> hmm. Well, I, uh, I eye him up and down. He doesn't seem too dangerous. And, uh, you know, it's been a long time and no one's pointed me to the women yet. Um, you, 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 you can tell he probably doesn't know where the women are, but he knows where a few lads are if you get to my drift. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that's the next best thing. <laughs> I can always handle myself. <laughs> they can't handle me, though. We already established so where, where are we heading? And is there a chance we'll be able to stop off at the bakery? 
Ah, uh, the bakery will open in the morning. Uh, I'll have fresh in the morning. Creamfield and all. <laughs> Lord gets very excited. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> delicious. All right, lads. Looks like uh, we're for a little adventure. Where can we find this place? Uh, you go out of the inn here and just head down the main street towards the ocean. You'll see it. See what? No, you you can fill me in later. <laughs> <laughs> and he only points is like that. Ah, you'll see the sign on the side of the warehouse. South Draca Trade and Company. Gentlemen, I think it's time we took our leave. Uh, X, yes, absolutely. And I, oh, I just stepped in more goblin. Okay, well, you know, <laughs> that's my day, I guess. And we leave the tavern. Okay. Um, as you and leave, we and Matt dies, critically again. strike um, the camera. Again. Um, you walk out and. Oh you see that there is a bit of moonlight poking through the, the overcast clouds, um, and there is a cool breeze coming off the sea, and uh, you make your way about due north um, of the tavern. Um, you walk through, you see people closing up shop for the evening, and you know, um, you'll pass a blacksmith, and you'll see a little a young boy stoking the fire getting ready for his overnight uh, night shift of making sure the fire stays lit and uh, just people running errands, you know, odds and ends before they close up for the evening and head into their homes. Um, but as you approach kind of the dock area um, of this town, um, there seems to be a fog start to roll in off the ocean you can kind of see um it's not quite to shore yet but you can see it's encroaching uh fairly quickly um and then you see a small sign on a little building a little like a single office building that says um south Raqqa trading company um and you uh also see a giant warehouse, like three stories tall, um, quite large um, of a warehouse, pretty much right to the left of it as you walk up. And there's one light on and one window on the third floor of the building. So, uh, gentlemen, since you've now filled me in on everything that uh, <laughs> Captain Mir said, um, I, I, I'm wondering... So, you know, we've been asking around about people going missing and um, such, but what happens if we ask the wrong person and then we disappear? Um, what I mean is there's a difference between sort of following a trail and and walking right up to the people who are responsible for all these missing persons and letting them sort of showing our hand and letting them know that we know that something is not up to snuff. Um, should we perhaps figure out, did we actually quick, real quick, did we ever figure out 
what the people who were going to see were going to seek? No. We never we never really found no. that out. Okay. You, you did not, and you also could tell that no one really knows. Right. So they just know once they go to see that they, they never come back. Okay. So maybe it's I vote we case the joint. I vote we I vote we we have I vote we have a look yes, around. That outside. is exactly what a brave hero would say. Yes, we're going to we're gonna look around, case the joint. I like that. That'll, that's a good song title, actually. Make sure we <laughs> case the joint. We stand, we stand back, stand back. I can have the, I'll, I'll take the roof. Uh, I think you guys should come with me too. Just follow my lead. Make sure you follow me, and I'll show you guys both how we can have a, a look see through through the roof. We'll see around the back. Uh, we'll see if there's a point of entry so that we can. Avoid we don't the have front to door. come across any. Absolutely. Let's yeah, see if we can sneak our way in or find this out. This is both that. exciting so, and terrifying at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so as y'all um, go to set up to case the joint, you and as you walk by kind of the the main establishment, the little hut, um, the sign on it, uh, you see a human male step out and lock the door it looks like uh roll perception oh damn it oh net 20 plus 20. one yeah. really yeah 20 plus uh yeah a perception I wasted it on a 22. perception check hell yeah <laughs> <clears throat> And I just rolled a nine. <laughs> you have to understand, Valor is so terrified that all of his senses are hyper-focused into looking for danger <laughs> right now. <laughs> so, as y'all look around, you see that the man who's locking the door fiddles with the keys and then leaves. But you notice the door slightly swings open. Just enough, like he didn't shut it all the way to the main establishment. Can I throw? Can I throw my dagger in an attempt to do a really cool, like, get it stuck between the door and the wall just as it closes? Uh, well, what I'm saying is, like, you notice he didn't shut it all the way, and so, like, he kind of left it ah. ajar. He thought he shut it, but he just was very busy, bustling, and just leaves and walks away. And the door kind of is open just a crack. Mm. Gentlemen, I'm suspicious. I'm, I'm suspicious. small, regrettably. I suggest I go in first. I, I also agree that you should go first. <laughs> Small is not really what I do. Okay. I would like to sneak up to the door. Uh, okay, roll me a stealth. With the 20? Yes, yes, with the 20 and you'll add your stealth skill. It's 10. Plus nothing, but I've got a little A shield symbol next to it. <clears throat> okay, so you get no bonus for that, so you have a 10. So you're sneaking up. Uh, the rest of you see Kanan try to be quiet and sneaky, but it's more like a... <laughs> as he's walking up to the door. It's probably a um, goblin in his shoes. <laughs> 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 um, you notice no one's around that it's a single hut only can accommodate about one person and a guest um, for you it's massive um, 
but you push open the door. Um, perception. Again, when you look in the door, just Kanan. Uh, 13 plus 2, I believe, isn't it? Yes, so 15. Okay. So you see um, a little smoke from a, from a lamp being put out. Um, but when you enter the door, it just feels cold and damp. Um, and you get like this chill that kind of runs down your spine as you enter the room. Um, and as you walk closer to look, because I take it you're looking for information possibly or some things. I'm looking for uh, a way to get to that lit room on the third floor without being detected. Okay. Okay. Um, so as you're looking through, are you going to look through any drawers or anything? Yes. I'm going to scan the room okay. to see if there's any anything okay. worth looking at. You see some papers on the desk, um, a big binder at the front desk. Because as you walk in, there's kind of a front desk where people would come in and do business. And then there's a back desk kind of for bookkeeping. You see a big leather-bound tome on the front desk and then um, back pages um, just scattered upon the, the back desk. I want to go to the back desk. Okay. Um, so as you do, roll me an investigation check. Mm -hmm. That's a 17. Yeah. Plus... Investigation plus three, so 20. Okay, so you're reading through the papers and you see <coughs> that there's a recurring name just popping up through them. And it's it, it just started here in the last month or two um, as you're pouring through and reading. Um, and the name is Keel Thorn. Mm. And you're, you're kind of realizing it's new... Um, because you look through pretty much like a bunch of stuff and you can see start dates of when people started using the service. And Keelthorn is by far the newest name. And it's been quite busy here recently acquiring crews. Let's go back to the front door and usher Velor and Lo back in. Okay. So I peer out of the front doorway and I'm like, Get over here! Get over here! Now! Is he talking to us? Yes! Dumb motherfucker! Get over here now! And I kind <laughs> of like hop and skip like the largest bunny rabbit you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's his equivalent of trying to be quiet. Right. Okay. What um, did you find? All right. I found a name. I found a name at the back desk. And I can't remember what the name was. <laughs> was it Keel Thorn? Because I, I wrote it down. All right, guys. This yes, time, yes, this it was. Mister uh, Heavyfoot, I'll do the sneaking. You but, guys. But what is me. what does the name mean? I don't know. But there's only one room Bro, in this building I, uh, with a light. To line oh, up. You guys get behind. Go up there. Get behind me. At the sneak up. To know I'll tell you when is. the coast is clear. Got it. From whoever may or may not be in the room. <laughs> what happens if we need to run though 
are there any other exits? So you also find, uh, Matt, a, a key to the front door um, or to one of the side doors of the, um, the warehouse. You do find a key. Mm. I would like to lock this front door and make sure no one follows us in. Okay. Windows. Um, the door you came in is a standalone little shack cool. that uh, presides over the warehouse next to you. Um, so the key map found is for the warehouse Ooh. next door. Oh. So that's... that's um, yeah. Then I'll use it on the side door instead. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So if you're all sneaking, um, starting with David, a... um, roll me some stealths. I rolled a 16. Oh boy. <laughs> Let's see. Three plus zero. I got a 20. Awesome. Damn it. Okay, so um, as all of you kind of make it out the door y'all have only been in there for about 10 15 20 minutes max in this little shack kind of discussing what to do and everything and the moment you start to sneak out to go to the warehouse next door you realize the fog has set in mm. and off in the distance offshore where you can tell the ocean is you see this very dim light kind of off in the distance of a single lantern almost um, and it's kind of foggy and all you can really see, it's hard to see the far to the right or left. And you just kind of see the alleyway now between where the, the building y'all are in and the warehouse sits. And then you still see the light shining into the fog of that third floor room. <clears throat> and then there is an immediate door to your front of you. Um, and then that is the only door that you have seen thus far. Hmm. Velour. Yes. What do you suggest we do? Because my decisions so far have not been <laughs> brilliant. I think uh, perhaps um, we could listen at the door. Can I take a listen and see if I hear anything behind the door? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Give me a perception. Right. That is a 10 plus 1, 11. Okay, you hear this almost just humming. Um, you're not sure if it's the building reverberating sound, but it's just like that that empty kind of hum. I'm not oh, sure what the what hell are you doing. Is. I'm trying to figure out what frequency it is. <laughs> Does this door have a lock? Perhaps. Oh, it, it is. It does. It is locked. Yes. Oh. We don't have a key, do we? We do have a key. Oh, we do have a key for this one. We do. Mm. I say we attempt to use the key on the door. Yeah, as quietly as possible. Okay. Uh, who is using the key on the door? <laughs> Not mm. it. <laughs> 
No, I did. All right, I'll um, try. I'll try again. You have better stealth. Does that apply yeah. to this? Yeah, I've got plus six stealth. Yes. Yeah. You. So go ahead and roll a stealth if you're going to try to be quiet on it. Yes. While you're sticking the key in and everything. Oh man, roll a ten. Plus six, or after you plus six? No, that's 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 all together. Oh, okay. So as you stick it in, you stick it in just fine. But as you go to turn it, there's this. A very slight sound. It's not real loud. It's just, it's loud to you because it's like turning on the TV at 5 a.m. when your parents aren't awake yet. Um, you know, um, and you do it and you open it um, and you open the door to where some of the fog is kind of seeped into this building a little bit on the ground floor and you see a light to the back. Um, it's about 150 feet away, but you can see a light in the backside of this um, building. Hmm. Okay. And you open it, um, and you open the door to. So. Kind of... Hmm. What are y'all doing? I'm going to approach the light. Okay. I just, so I as you, oh God, okay, all right. I can't look. <laughs> as you approach this light, as you get about 40, 50 feet away, um, you can see something start to move in the light. What is it? And it's hard to make out. If anyone wants it, a perception check. Oh God. Yeah. I would roll it, but I am literally hiding my eyes, like looking through my fingers. <laughs> so I don't think he would do a perception check. Yeah, I've got minus one on perception. I see. I've got and plus two, so I'll try. Let's send, let's send the gnome. <laughs> one? Oh. <laughs> two. So it, you're not sure what it is, but it, you can tell it is taller than you. It looks about to be medium size. Everything's taller than you, though. And as you <laughs> get a little bit closer, you can kind of tell this thing has fur. Oh, God. And it's covered in fur, and it's dressed in clothes. But as you see it, and it, you can tell it kind of turns to you in the shadows through the, just the lamplight, you can see tentacles from its mouth oh. start to reach out and grasp. I'd like to cast a spell. You'll get it. Roll for initiative, and that's where we're going to end it for tonight. Ah. Oh. Uh. No tentacle mouth. Fourteen. Oh, motherfucker. Mm. <laughs> Damn. So I didn't say what spell it was. <laughs> no, and you can save it and we'll get it next time for okay. sure. Yeah, we'll we'll get that next time on awesome. that. Um but yeah, so this has been <sighs> introductory to well, D and D fifth edition. Um, it honestly is super easy to play. Um, I mean, hell, uh, Matt, David, uh, what are your thoughts after session one? I'm annoyed that this? it's just stopped. Like <laughs> <laughs> going. This is yes. This is how you wind up playing easily for six to eight hours on game days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I haven't had my imagination stretched like that in a long time. 
Ta chanson, Well, make sure you tip her, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that, this is that's awesome. My, my very first time. Um, I kind of I kind of understood the core concepts a bit, like I said, from from playing RPGs. I've, I've played some some really cool RPGs, uh, especially some of them being like really in depth. Um, right. So yeah, this kind of makes sense. There's a couple that that like the narrator. I can't remember what it is right now. There's one that's that I'm playing that the narrator uh, narrates very much like like you, like a GM. Um, so yeah, the, the, this is this is really cool. Uh, I can feel that I need to I need to think a little bit more about what it is. Uh, like I need to be a bit more in depth for um, yeah for first time. This was cool, man. I'm really digging. Well, I. I can say for first-time players, for newbies, y'all did quite well. Um, I've had some people that have like had no idea how to role play at a table. I've had some people like have all they wanted to do was role play and they didn't understand anything else. Um, so y'all seem to balance that well. Um, I do like. I, I will say this: y'all have. Y'all have surprised me by far with the depth of character you're playing. Usually when someone plays a character for the first time, they're super cookie cutter. And that's okay. That's not a bad thing um, because it's, it takes a while to mature into that this is another person versus this, which we've talked about on the podcast before. You know, it's a whole thing. Um, you know, uh, it, it's a different world. It's a different type of game because you almost have to think of it like when you're playing, let's say, uh, Mass Effect, Shepard, that character is different. You know, it has its own biome and world. And this is the same thing. It's just without all the bells and whistles of it. Um, but we're able to go so much further into horror, into high fantasy, into all these things at once without being limited by what is just given, you know? Mm -hmm. So y'all did, did quite, quite well. So I, I'm, I'm excited to uh, get to do this again and finish out this this one shot with you guys. Um, I think it was really, really, really fun. And thank y'all for, for allowing me to sit down and get oh, to, uh, you. yeah. Thanks for running. Really fun. Yeah. Thank you for bringing this to oh. us, man. Cause I'm one of those dads who always really wanted to get involved in D and D and I just, yeah, me too. I never, I never could. And I'm from the, inter I'm from the, from the, the age of pre-internet. So, uh, yeah. And I'm also from an area where being, being a D and D nerd wasn't really good for your survival. So to speak. So, <laughs> <laughs> right nah, man, that's that's it that's that's one of the things for, for me that you know like i said before just being a dean it, it was never something that, that that could right so bring this new world is really cool man i've got a lot of I've got a yeah. lot of ideas because i want to i've been wanting to do this with my kids but i wanted to wait until we did the session together because we've been speaking mm. about it for a while um yeah and then and then Maybe what we can do later on is in the comment sections. We can help. We can help any other dads who uh, who want to. Any other dads out there who are watching you, you want to get into D and D. Um, drop some drop some comments below. Um, any questions? We'll drop you the links that we use. Clay and Mike are, are very obviously uh, experienced D and Ders. They'll give they'll give everyone there uh, the the necessary tools to to have a, a great time. 
Yeah. And also, I mean, I, I hate to self-promote, but I'm going to. Go um, if you want to know how to to play, go check out Dragons and Flaggons. It's another podcast I do with my wife and uh, some of our Canadian friends and some friends from South Africa as well as on that show. And um, we talk about how to play. We talk about what makes a good player, what makes a bad player. Um, and we kind of run through it all, the logistical kind of nerdy side of it all, um, as well as a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, and with that spawned out of our podcast, Dragons and Flagons, um, we have the new normal RPG where we do this stuff weekly. Um, it isn't video and we just have audio. Um, it has an amazing fucking theme song um, written by an amazing artist who happens to be over here to my, uh, my left, um, Mr. Mr. Mike. Um, wrote a killer theme song <laughs> to our Seas of Rocka podcast. Yeah. Um, Thanks, man. And, uh, and yeah, um, so go listen to that. If you like this, go listen to that um, as well. And um, we'll yeah, as always. In the comments below. Yeah, and, and, you know, ask questions. I'm more than happy to address to where you need to go to get going. And um, yeah, it's been fun, but uh, I think we're going to get out of here. So yeah, yeah, I'll see you guys. We'll put some audio for this up um, as soon as we can. We'll talk about when we can drop this uh, up in the podcast stream. So just go yeah. check out the GD podcast on major platforms everywhere. Yeah. Check out yeah. the GD page as well, the GD podcast page, the Gaming Dads page. Share yeah. it as well because we're trying to make this, we're trying to make this podcast, the whole point of it is to try and make it as as, as uh, friendly as possible for, for all adults. So whether you're a mum, whether you're a dad, whether you're an uncle, whether you're an aunt, share it across. And uh, it's, it's the whole point of it is it's, it's for, for OG nerds, obviously for families as well, but all OG right. nerds, man. Right. But yeah, all right. Well, y'all have a good one. GG. GG. Good night, guys. GG. Good game, y'all. Thank you all for listening to the GD Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow Gaming Dads and the GD Podcast across social media. You can reach the show with the hashtag GD Podcast or at GamingDadsPod at gmail.com. For more information... Dad, are you recording? God damn it!